Brad Marchand scored twice in his season debut as the Boston Bruins beat the Red Wings and improved to 7-1-0 on the season. While David Krejci was injured, Jack Stanika was traded, and oh, there's another game tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're going to talk about it all on a jam-packed episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Friday, October 28th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Before we get into the craziness of last night, a quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me and my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, where to start? I think we'll start with Brad Marchand returning last night and just absolutely showing that he is indeed back. Jim Montgomery said coaching with Brad last night confirmed he's a world-class player, as if there was any doubt. It's amazing how he comes up with pucks. He's like a little Tasmanian devil, Montgomery said, twirling all around. The puck just seems to follow him. It's amazing. He tracks it. He fights for it. He'll bite your leg off for it. And that's why we love him. Marchand scored two goals, added an assist in his first game in about five months. And he was huge for the Bruins in a 5-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings to improve their league-leading record to 7-1. Marchand said it was great to get back into a game where the team has success. Just so nice to be part of it again. When you're watching, it's completely different. Being in the room with the guys and not being on the ice, not being on the road. uh, And he is just psyched to be back with the group again. It's, It's just insane to think that he had been playing through pain for about six or seven years. Basically the prime of his career. And he's been excellent throughout. Now pain free. Um, said he's feeling no ill effects after his season debut. He's not going to play tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Bruins, for the time being, will rest him uh, in back-to-back situations. They're going to see today how he feels, make sure there's no residual effects from skating 17 and a half minutes of ice time last night. Um, But all indications are that he is all the way back. Um, 
he recorded a secondary assist on a beautiful goal scored by Charlie Coyle uh, to put the Bruins up one nothing. Zip to feed over to Derek Forbort, who, side note, I did not anticipate ever becoming a fan favorite, but ever since the series against Carolina where he was blocking shot after shot, everybody loves Derek Forbort, and I'm fully on board. Shout out to Darla as well. Forbort fed Coyle for that goal, and uh, it just helped Marchand ease back into it, get some celebrations in, and then he went on and scored two goals. The first being a patented Marchand wrister from the left circle on the power play um, to put the team up 2-0 at that point. And then in the third, got in front of the net, planted himself on the doorstep, whacked home a David Pasternak rebound for his second of the game to put the Bruins up 3-1. He said it helps playing with Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque. He played with Pasta towards the later part of the game. Being out there with guys that he has great comfort levels with, they make him feel comfortable, and um, it's like riding a bike. Never forget, when you're winning by four or five goals, it obviously makes it easy as well. Now the other big story last night was Jeremy Swayman coming in with his first quality start of the season. He hadn't played in about nine days, and he made 28 saves for his second win of the season, by far his best outing so far. Um... Montgomery said through the first 40 minutes, Swayman had to be the best player, and he was. He was fantastic, made a lot of big, timely saves. He's a high-character kid. Uh, Montgomery said he's lucky to be an alum of the same university. You talk to numerous coaches there, people in the community, people rave about Swayman as a person, and they never had any doubt that when he got a chance to come back in, that he was going to put up this kind of performance that's been a trademark of Swayman's career to date his bounce back ability unflappability he knew he was going to get another shot and he wanted to make sure that he took advantage of it Uh, he talked to the right people his mentors worked hard on the ice and uh, now that he's kind of more in the flow we'll get more hopefully Swayman-esque performances out of him. Now, before we talk about um, the injury to David Krejci, the trade of Jack Stanika, I want to award the Big Bear of the Night Award. And this goes to kind of an unsung hero for the Boston Bruins, someone who um, just helps change the tide of the game. I'm giving it to my boy Forbort, who I mentioned earlier. He had two assists. He had uh, three hits, a block, four minutes of penalty kill time. The Red Wings went 0 for 5 on the power play. Derek Forbort, my appreciation for him rises with every game, and that's looking like a pretty good signing by Don Sweeney here last offseason. Again, the Bruins improved to 7-1-0 on the season with the win over the Detroit Red Wings. 
they also have a league-leading plus 14 goal differential, which is four higher than the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. They're 35 goals tops in the league. And uh, 21 goals allowed is also top 10. So the Bruins, uh, you know, there was that game against the Senators where they allowed seven. Uh, Other than that, the overall team defense has been pretty solid. And they'll have an opportunity to keep it going tonight against Columbus, which we will preview later in the show. First, however, a quick word about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all betting action this season as the World Series begins tonight and as you get ready for football action, college and NFL this weekend, and of course, NHL, NBA action as well. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. They're your continued source for all sport wagering information with live betting, props, up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's move beyond the game. Bigger picture here. Actually, before I forget, a shout out to Craig Smith, who scored... One of Boston's three goals within a like hundred second span. Um, it was great to see him break through after an up and down start to the season that included two healthy scratches, and he'll likely be in the lineup here for a little bit because of some absences that were created last night. One with the injury to David Krejci. He left the game early in the second period and did not return. They called it an upper body injury. It was a stick up high from uh, Detroit defenseman Michael Rasmussen, I believe his first name is, uh, who came down very hard on Krejci's head, ear, what have you. And, you know, head injury... Who knows how long that might take to uh, to clear up. And we hope that he's able to come back sooner than later. He will not be playing tonight in Columbus. They're going to reevaluate him and see, yeah, what the scope of the injury is. Not great news for the Bruins. So many things have been going right for them this season. Now we're possibly facing the loss of David Krejci with some pretty tough games coming up to begin November, including a road trip to Pittsburgh, the Rangers, the Maple Leafs, and then they come home to host the Blues and the Flames. That's all after tonight's game in Columbus. So hopefully 
Krejci is able to come back sooner or later. With Krejci out, Pavel Zaka moved to the middle and could remain there for the duration of Krejci's absence. He was drafted as a natural center, didn't quite develop and pop as a center in New Jersey, uh, kind of buried on the depth chart by Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, who were both drafted first overall after Zaka arrived there. Montgomery said he thought he did a good job there during the last 30 minutes of the game. And uh, Zaka likely holding it down between David Pasternak and Taylor Hall for the time being. I mean, you know, you look at last season, they had Eric Howla down the middle. Uh, he played pretty well with those two. They certainly elevated his game. And uh, Zaka, arguably more skilled than Eric Howla, and he should be fine down the middle. Uh, went 38% in the face-off circle, which was up over Krejci's 25% that he achieved in his under seven minutes of play. Um, so I think he should be fine. You know, if Eric Howla could thrive there, certainly you assume a guy like Pavel Zaka could as well. Now, the other big story last night, of course, was the trade of Jack Stanika. This emerged while play was going on. Darren Dreger tweeted out that he believed Jack Stanika was being sent to the Vancouver Canucks. And lo and behold, uh, that indeed was the case. The Bruins acquiring goalie Michael DiPietro and the rights to defenseman Jonathan Mirenberg from the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for Jack Stanika. DiPietro, most known perhaps for his like 950-something save percentage at the 2019 World Junior Championship for Team Canada, he was selected uh, 64th overall in 2017 uh, after a pretty stellar OHL career. Uh, he had a 901 save percentage last season in Abbotsford, their AHL team. And this summer, he had actually requested a trade from the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks had given uh, permission to his agent, Darren Ferris, to seek options elsewhere because he had been buried on the depth chart in Vancouver. So it's kind of interesting. The Bruins, of course, have Swayman, Linus Allmark in net in the NHL level, Cal Keeser, Keith Kincaid in the AHL. So is there another shooter drop here? Could they be flipping DiPietro? Could they be making another move with the goalie, not Swayman or Allmark, obviously. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on for sure. But he is or was a pretty highly touted goaltender coming out of junior hockey. And um, yeah, could either be adding depth to the organization, maybe give him a shot in Providence, or maybe explore the market and add him in a bigger trade involving a Mike Riley or a Craig Smith who could be on the block with Bru the Bruins needing to make some salary cap room for when Charlie McAvoy returns. 
Mirenberg, a much more intriguing prospect by all accounts out of Vancouver. He was their top right-hand shot defensive prospect. Uh, he's playing over in Sweden. He has uh, really shown that he can uh, skate with the pros over in Sweden. He was selected in the fifth round of the 2021 uh, NHL entry draft. And uh, yeah, by all accounts, one of Vancouver's top defensive prospects. In nine games this season over in Sweden, he has one goal, two assists. Uh, last year, he recorded... Uh, playing for the uh, under-20 team over in Sweden, Linköping Hockey Club, their junior team, eight goals, 23 assists for 31 points in 35 games. So a lot of upside there. The Bruins woefully thin when it comes to right-hand shot defenseman prospects, and Mirenberg, uh, a nice little addition to the prospect pool by... Uh, Don Sweeney. When it comes to... Oh, sorry. One other thing. Uh, Kyle Cushman of The Score tweeted some uh, charts with respect to Mirenberg. He said he's a really interesting pickup for the Bruins. He was one of the best D-men in the Swedish Junior League as a draft year plus one last season. Uh, a lot of Canucks outlets are high on him. A good start in Alsvenskin with three points in nine games. A shrewd pickup here for Boston. So, pretty encouraging bit of work. Now, when it comes to Jack Stanika, we're all well aware of the fact that he was selected in the second round, that he was believed to be kind of one of the next wave of centers in Boston. He wasn't given a ton of rope when it comes to sticking with the Bruins. Uh, he played 20 games back in 2021 with only three assists to his credit, seven points in 38 games with the Bruins. But again, up and down, that 20 games was his longest stretch. It was believed that he might cracked the lineup last year, but then they went out and signed Thomas Nosek, Eric Howla, to go along with Patrice Bergeron and Charlie Coyle down the middle. So he was bumped out. And then this season, with the return of David Krejci, again, no room for him down the middle. So do they remain patient with him? Do they risk putting him on waivers and losing him for nothing? Or do they explore the trade market the Canucks off to a rough start there without former Bruin Curtis Lazar, so they needed a depth right-hand shot forward. Enter Jack Stanika. Uh, you know, I do think he warranted an extended look with the Bruins, especially after last offseason where he really bulked up and improved and worked hard to make the roster. Unfortunate that they signed Howla and no sick to bump him out. You know, no complaints about bringing David Krejci back this season. Uh, in his one game that he played this year, took two penalties, was a minus one, 
did not look effective and a change of scenery, probably good for him and good on Sweeney for getting not one, but two assets back in exchange for Stadika, a very uh, once highly touted goalie and this very promising defensive prospect. We wish Jack Stadika all the best in Vancouver. I hope that he does get an extended look there. Uh, but increasingly it looked as though things weren't going to work out here. Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite the Bruins in the post Bergeron Krejci era. If Stanika does really pop in Vancouver, it could be a bad look for the Bruins, but they did get two assets for him can potentially flip Di Pietro for, uh, for something down the road or, maybe a center prospect. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But overall, a nice little piece of work by Don Sweeney to trade a guy that you risked losing on waivers for nothing and getting a couple assets back for him. Jack Stanika, no longer a Bruin. Uh, he was drafted a bit ahead of Michael DiPietro in the 2017 NHL entry draft. He went 53rd overall. Uh, Di Pietro uh, went 64th overall. So a little bit of a swap there. The Bruins, of course, have Jeremy Swayman in net, Linus Allmark, Kyle Keeser coming up. We'll see. have to see if and where Mike Di Pietro fits into that mix. Before we preview tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, a quick word about Simply Safe. Home security, always a priority. And in the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on. NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's simply no safe like Simply Safe. All right, so the Bruins, after all that, a win over the Red Wings, Brad Marchand's triumphant return, David Krejci injury. Trade of Jack Stanika. Side note, you might be wondering, wow, David Krejci's injured. Why are you trading Jack Stanika? Well, Don Sweeney said that the deal was in the works throughout the day on Thursday. And it was pretty much agreed upon before the game began. So, you know, there wasn't really much he could do. Just kind of unfortunate circumstances there. Sweeney said he's a great kid. He works awfully hard. He wishes them nothing but the best. They're grateful, grateful for all the time they got to spend with him as a Boston Bruin. Ty Anderson of 98.5 uh, 
asked Sweeney why it didn't work out for Stanika. Said he just kind of stalled. And then it was up and down, in and out. No fault of Jack's, maybe more fault of the Bruins. And that's possible, seeing as they brought in these other centers and kind of didn't make room for him in the lineup. Also, Sweeney did say last night there's no update on Pasternak talks. They're not there yet. Communication has been good. Haven't found an endpoint yet. So, Krejci's injured. Jack Stanika's gone. And the Bruins will be in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets tonight. The Blue Jackets off to a pretty rough start. They're 3-5 and five through 8 games. A minus 8 goal differential. And their number one goalie in Elvis Merzlikens has been off to a pretty terrible start. An 8.63 save percentage, which really hurts me as a fantasy manager. And I have to buy him out if I want to get rid of him because it's a salary cap league. Anyways, nobody cares about that. It's a winnable game for the Bruins uh, with Columbus. Yeah, off to a rough start. Their defense, certainly not up to par. And Johnny Godreau, not quite able to um, to cover that, quite honestly. Not able to uh, make up for those defensive deficiencies in Columbus. They're led in scoring by Godreau. He's got uh, five goals and three assists through eight games. Uh, Kent Johnson... Calder candidate, five points through seven games. Uh, Jack Roslovich, Igor Chinikov, Yakov Voracek, each with five points as well. There's some talent on this team. I was a bit high on them. Old friend Sean Corrali will be making an appearance as well. It's really the goaltending that has got them so far. And uh, Merzlikens really looking for his first quality start of the season, perhaps. It could come as early as tonight. Um, it could be a bit of a trap game for the Bruins. A little banged up. Coming off a of back-to-back. Uh, no Brad Marchand. No David Krejci. They'll have to make a call-up. Perhaps uh, Jacob Lauko comes back up to the big club and enters in the lineup. We'll forgive the Bruins if they slip a little bit tonight. It's still a pretty winnable game, even without Marshan, even without Krejci. Uh, Zaka up on the second line. Uh, probably, you know, Frederick, Coyle, Greer, Felino, Nosik, Smith, or Lauko uh, to round out the, the, uh, the bottom six. Uh, still a fairly winnable game for the Bruins, but again, anytime you're without... Charlie McAvoy, Brad Marchand, David Krejci. It's, it's going to be a bit tougher. Uh, and the Bruins played last night. Columbus a bit rested. And um, we'll have to see here what Boston is able to get accomplished. I'll probably jump on and record a bonus pod after the game or tomorrow morning just to get you up on all the latest with respect to the Boston Bruins. But consider yourselves all caught up. For now, uh, the Bruins 7-1-0, heading to Columbus for a game against the Blue Jackets tonight. Still winnable game, but David Krejci injured, Brad Marchand 
being held out for precautionary reasons. They don't want to push him too hard. Um, Jack Stanika traded. Charlie McAvoy still on LTIR. Linus Allmark likely to get the start after Swayman went in last night. And they might need him to, to step up here as the Blue Jackets try to get on track. That's it, my friends. I hope you've all had a great week. Thank you again for joining me on the podcast this week. I really do appreciate it. Uh, check out the Locked On Today podcast, Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast if you need some advice there. And I hope you all have a great weekend. We got sports planned up here. One kid going to basketball, one kid going to hockey. Family gathering on Sunday. Uh, Bruins game tonight. None to watch on the weekend, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, no Lord of the Rings to watch. No House of the Dragon to watch. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm reading The Stand by Stephen King for the first time since high school. I asked someone on Facebook if they had it, just in a community group, and some lady dropped off this sweet hardcover copy, and, uh, really enjoying that again for the second time, if you're looking for a book recommendation. So that's it. Thank you so much, friends. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here soon on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.